Howdy, partner. Um, welcome. Welcome to the show. I uh, have been noticing lately that some of my episodes' volume is pretty quiet. Either my voice is quiet, or the guest's voice is quiet, or even sometimes the episode seems to cut and uh, come in and out, or just little things here and there I'm noticing. Thanks to you guys that are briefing me, that are listening in and telling me like, hey man, um, it seems like this episode cut short or um, I can barely hear you. What's up with that? Having some technical difficulties, guys. The um, new software I'm running, I'm still learning how to use it. I am getting more proficient and better every day, I assure you. Um, But neither here or there. On today's fabulous extraordinary show I and oh, me and my brother have the great honor to sit down with our grandparents TJ and Joyce Crump um, very interesting conversation um, something I've been wanting to do for a while to speak with some of um, um, my family members um, grandparents in particularly um, just about the world they grew up in in comparison to the world I've grown up in and my son and niece and nephew will grow up in. And it's quite fascinating. My grandparents were born in the early 1940s, uh, right before World War II, or in the middle of World War II. And it's just, um, just very incredible to get their perspective on what the world looked like then, growing up in it, and where we're at now. And it just, it's, it completely fascinates me. Um, and it was just very special to get to do this with them and record them. And uh, I'm really hoping one day um, my son and future generations uh, can look and listen to their great grandfather, great, 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 great grandfather and grandmother. Um, yeah. So that was, there was a lot of motivation in doing it just to capture a conversation between me and uh, my grandfather so uh, future generations can listen to that as well. But hey, um, let's go. I just, no one helped me with any of it. I just kind of oh, figured it really? out as I, I went along and watched a lot of videos. Did you really? <laughs> yes, wow. a lot of videos. I had no idea you were into this. This is neat. Yeah, me, me and Kobe have thrown around the idea a few times about wanting to do something like this and talk to people. Like I was telling Pop earlier, everybody these days gets up all up in their upset at each other. And I just don't believe people are really that upset. They're just not communicating they're not talking like people you know back i'm sure y'all know when y'all were growing up there was chain link fence and you know you saw your neighbor and you know you talked to your neighbor you've seen it in movies all the time where someone new moves in and they bring them a cake or a spaghetti bowl and (laughs) that stuff doesn't exist anymore no Uh -uh. what happened well you know we we've uh, lived here since 1970s 
74. Mm -hmm. So that's what, 46 years? Yeah. And we haven't formally met the people that bought the house on the corner. Really? <laughs> well, since 74 or just? Since, well, this is the second uh, occupant oh, okay. of that house. Yeah. Uh, when we moved here, there was only this house, Ron and Carmen's across the street, and they were building Ted and Deanna's, weren't they? I think so. I don't remember. I just remember this house was the um, model, model home. home. Wow. Oh, wow. So this is the first house in the neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, so we we liked it really well from the beginning because we knew yeah. we needed the room. We wanted the space. Had yeah, it. when uh, well, Mimi found it, and uh, she wanted to Look see about <laughs> getting into it, mm -hmm. and it was thirty six thousand dollars. Wow, this is in seventy four. In nineteen seventy four. Wow. Yeah. Oh. So at that at that time, y'all was Derek born in seventy four? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, he was okay. born in seventy. Seventy. He was four okay. years old when we, I think, okay. saw it, didn't yeah. so, I know man, we $36,000. That's crazy. Yeah, 30, that's, well, it's actually 36500 <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't forget the 500 <laughs> Yeah, 500 yeah, That matters. But, you know, <laughs> what we did, we bought a house in Forest Hill, and it was uh, $6,600. $6,600. Wow. And it was just a two-bedroom, two-bedroom kitchen. I think, I think I'd seen that one. I think my mom had driven me by. It has like a little lamppost in the in the yard or something. I could be wrong. I don't think it did uh, then. It didn't. Well, it was like a small little light. I think that was the second house. Okay. We, we uh, lived in the uh, Forest Hill house mm -hmm. for what? Uh, I don't remember. About two years. Yeah, something like that. Because we married in 60 and uh, bought our, uh, or moved into a apartment. furnished uh, duplex. Duplex, yeah. Mm. And I then we bought, uh, they had a little furniture store in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And you could get a house full of furniture for $15 a month. <laughs> that's, that's just crazy. You know, that, that was a... Uh, Dining room suit, a refrigerator, a living room suit, wow. and a living room suit. We wow. That's all we needed. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's we so bought, crazy. Uh, moved into <laughs> a duplex for $40 a month. We thought we were rich because we had yeah. all, the, all the stuff for, you know. <laughs> yeah. We were saving uh, $10 a month <laughs> over the furnished department. Wow. And then we're getting our own stuff. We lived there for uh, probably two years. Uh, mm -hmm. Something like that. Now it's been so long ago. To, yeah. I, that's all kind of blurry. Year and a half. Yeah. And, and we it, bought the one in Forest Hill and lived there for a couple of years mm -hmm. or three and moved to Arlington because at that time I was working for General Motors mm -hmm. in Arlington. Mm -hmm. And it, uh, we, bought a house payment, on we sold that house over there or traded it for the down payment on the 
Boot House. Mm. And that circle, right? Yeah. Who were you banking with back then? <laughs> uh, I think no, uh, Bank of Commerce, I think. Bank, bank of One, Bank One, or t- I, yeah, maybe it was to Bank of Commerce. That seems like that, that sounds familiar. Arlington Bank of Commerce. <laughs> okay. We started uh, First National in Arlington, First National Bank, and then they, there was, there was another crop in town, and they got our <laughs> account. <laughs> Were they related? No. 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 Leon, his name was Leon. That's crazy. And he, he worked for a, a distributing company called Hatley Distributing. And they sold uh, refrigerators and freezers and what have you. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, we bought a refrigerator from him. And it was a carrier. Anyhow, that's that's kind of getting off in the weeds a little bit. It's okay. (laughs) We can can get off in the weeds and pull around. (laughs) Just out of the stickers. Yeah, we lived there for 10 years and... uh, uh, the that house made the down payment on this house. Mm-hmm. So we I think, were. I think we did really good. Uh, we we progressed. Progressed. That's kind of the way that we felt was the best way to do it for us. And yeah, it worked we've, out. We've refinanced this this house <laughs> so many times that it's. What's. We we owe more on it now than we did when we bought it. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Uh, just yeah. out of curiosity, what 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 do you think a house in this neighborhood goes for now? Uh, you said thirty six or thirty five thousand back in seventy yeah, four. Yeah. Thirty five. Yeah, sorry. Kobe. And uh, <laughs> this this house would probably well two fifty two seventy five. Yeah, yeah, that's at least that's a drastic change. Yeah, and you know, here recently the houses housing market has changed. And yeah, they're actually going up. Yeah, so it true. might be closer to three hundred. It, it probably would be that's, close close to it because it's four bedrooms. It's not just yeah. is this four bedrooms? Yeah, just four One, bedrooms. Because this is considered a bedroom, right? <laughs> four bedrooms <laughs> yeah, are is, considered to be you know yeah really. This uh, is a lot, lot of people like those. Man, that uh, bedroom in the front is Denae's. Mm-hmm. It was Denae's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the, the toy room is uh, Derek's. So what's what? So you didn't have an office back then. Where was your office? I didn't have one. Yeah. <laughs> didn't have a computer. We didn't have yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, when very we moved true. In here. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> still, uh, well, Derek was about 10, mm-hmm. about 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, I got to have a, a Vic 20. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a, that's a computer. Yeah. Uh, I think 20 has something to do with megabytes or something. Yeah. Anyhow. He used that for a while, and he had to have a Commodore 64. Mm. Yeah, I've heard of the Commodores. Mm-hmm. And then he had uh, something 128. Mm-hmm. So he was doubling the size of his capacity yeah. in his 
computer. But that's how he got the started. That's how he's become savvy. Because uh-huh. yeah, a lot of people that like now I'm not an expert on this, but from what I I remember watching something or reading something like the Commodores, a lot of the people that had Commodores, that was early, early on in the computer. Right. Compute when computers came out and Commodores, like people that had those were not not geniuses, so to say, but they were you it was a real niche thing. It's like you were if you had a if you had one of those computers, you were really into computers, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like not everybody goes off and plays golf. You know, if you have a, <laughs> if you have clubs, then you, you play golf. Yeah. And you're into playing golf. So it's like kind of comparable to that. I know that's probably a bad comparison, but Commodores, it was so early on in the game. If you had one, yeah, you, were, were, there's not you were in it. Few. Bell, Bell wasn't around. Uh-huh. Uh, what was he? There was a company up in North Dakota or South Dakota. And that guy, Derek used their equipment for years and years. And I, before Dell, and then Dell kind of overtook that market. Yeah. And HP. And mm-hmm. Now, now everybody has a, a computer in their pocket. Yeah. Where they go? <laughs> well, that, that's, it. that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Thing. I went to uh, NASA uh-huh. in Houston and toured the deal with. Uh, Terry Brown and mm-hmm. Bobby May and and uh, Olin mm-hmm. Morris and in one of the deals we we were sitting outside the command room mm-hmm. and they had all those computers in that room yeah yeah like the ones you see in the movies and too the guy, I think I've been to NASA I think yeah. I've seen the same thing down in Houston uh huh yeah I think I've seen it it's crazy yeah and the guy that was doing the uh, tour he said you have more uh power in your cell phone today than all of these in the control room for nasa back back then (laughs) that amazing that's wild (laughs) that's wild that's really crazy there's there's yeah that's incredible I, i know kobe um I don't want to speak for Kobe, but um, one thing about you and me, me, there's so many things that have influenced my life. I know Kobe's life, um, not just y'all's um, hearing about a little bit that I know about y'all's upbringing, but um, just y'all's relationship. You know, y'all have been a, an icon for me and wanting to maintain that same level of love with my wife. And um, I'm sure Kobe as well. But also one thing that I really want to talk about is like Kobe is a perfect example because some of his friends, my, my friends said they're great. I love them to death, but they can be a little silly sometimes, but like the, the level of friendships that y'all have maintained all y'all's lives. I've, I've taken that super seriously. Y'all like, I mean, family is everything, but y'all are some of, um, been a big influence on me on always keeping my friendships solid. And I think, uh, I don't want to speak for Kobe, but for Kobe as well. Because I've seen adults get older and you get into this, you know, it's for, I don't know how it was for you guys, but in my twenties, it's been kind of like, it's like a game of um, keeping up with the, the Joneses, you know, like yeah. everybody's trying to compete with each other and that's, you know, healthy competition's fun, but then it becomes kind of ugly sometimes. But right. 
I've watching y'all's example, you know, I'd never let those things dictate who I'm friends with or who I'm not friends with, you know, there's different phases in everyone's lives. And, you know, some people grow, some people have kids at an early age and, you know, they have to mature in some ways and then somehow join it, get a really serious job. And some people are going to college trying to figure their thing out or, you know, everyone's, it's not a, we're not running the same race. And um, yeah, I'd just like to know a little bit about y'all's y'all's being able to maintain friendships because y'all still hang out with some of the people y'all been hanging out for years and years and like what that's like and and what influenced y'all to keep close friends well uh i don't know i can't hear you too good through here it might it might be can you hear me better now yeah there we go your volume was down a little bit okay okay oh uh I only have that I can uh, know for sure one schoolmate mm-hmm. from my uh, early years, my elementary school, mm-hmm. and he lives in Alice, Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, we we stay in contact. But most of the other guys have passed Pass, on. Passed yeah. On. Yeah. And I have one other one that worked at Bell Helicopter, and that's mm-hmm. the last time I saw him at Bell. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, uh, he went through a divorce and mm-hmm. got a new wife, and, and I, I don't know if that had an effect on, you know, divorcing from all of his friends yeah. or, or what, but uh, I haven't heard from him in years. Mm-hmm. Last time I saw him was at Bell. Mm-hmm. We kind of walked out together as shift change. <laughs> but uh, I was, I was, uh, you know, that was one of my customers over there, mm. and I'd see him. And he was an inspector. Mm. <laughs> That's Charles Lewis. I haven't seen him either. <clears throat> Well, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant, though, you know, you just never know whether you hear from somebody and forget mm-hmm. to tell. Yeah, but I, I I, mean, he wouldn't have called here, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he, because he hadn't called here in years. So we I don't think I, was... I, th- I did run into him one time, didn't I? Somewhere. And, and he asked about you or you know, what you were doing. It seems like I did, but it's been so long, 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 long time ago. So I, I used to call every year on his birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hope he's doing all right. August 23rd is his birthday. And he was, uh, last couple times I called, he was in Colorado. Mm-hmm. And they said, Whoever answered the phone, I think it's one of either his daughter or was house sitting or or her daughter, and she said they were out of pocket and she'd pass mm-hmm. the message along. Mm-hmm. But uh, funny story on him one time, I had I had a lot of friends in that Bell helicopter, mm-hmm. and one of them was Kale Rankin, and y'all probably remember him. Uh, he did my. 60th birthday he was the who he was the mc yeah he was he's a little little guy right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he couldn't stop telling jokes oh about yeah you. 
Who I don't know if you so remember this, Kobe. Up at Diamond Oaks, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he uh, he worked in payroll at Bell. And uh, one one time, one August, I told him, I said, I've got a friend that's his birthday's today. And uh, won't you do something for him? So uh, he called Charles. Name, the guy's name is Charles Lewis. He called Charles and he says, uh, we here at Bell Helicopter like to recognize, or you know how Kale was, he, he put a spill on him. Mm-hmm. He said, we like to recognize <laughs> people with their birthdays and what have you. And I, Charles kept telling him, he said, well, this is really bad. <laughs> this is really bad. And he found out that I had uh, created that deal and mm-hmm. he chastised me for it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but those are fond memories. Mm-hmm. Special times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember like your 60th birthday party and, and you've known um, oh, yes. Bobby May, Olin. Uh, how long have you known uh, Grumpy and, and Bobby for? Oh, Grumpy's probably the oldest uh, person. Mm-hmm. I'm not oldest person, but I've known him the longest. Yeah. Uh, but golf is is where I met most of those mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another friend of ours, Ronnie Dickerman. Mm-hmm. Ronnie. Who uh, kind of invited me to come play golf with with mm-hmm. the guys. Mm-hmm. And so through that, I met uh, Bobby and mm-hmm. Terry and, mm-hmm. and Olin, mm-hmm. the, Frank Coleman, mm-hmm. Kale Rankin. Mm-hmm. And all y'all's families were intermingled and pretty close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used to have some great Christmas parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the girls even, you know, got together. Uh, yeah. And it was always fun to get together. I, I bet. I can only yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. Y'all time. getting up into all kinds of trouble. No, 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 no. We were really good. <laughs> we'd, we'd be we'd go out to lunch. Yeah. Go we shopping. Had, yeah. Huh? I said we'd go out to lunch and go shopping. Oh yeah. And that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was always fun. And if we traveled together, mm-hmm. it was really special to have friends to go with. Yeah. And and to be you know together, and we all had you know things we wanted to look at. And, mm-hmm. And then, you know, it was just a fun, fun thing. Everybody mm-hmm. enjoyed yeah. being being together and we all became friends, uh, even closer friends. Yeah. And, and that's that's special. special. Yeah, it seems like things are always a lot more fun when you can when you can add more people to the group and go do things with yeah. them, whether it's shopping or vacationing, whatever it is. It's it's more fun that way. So I'm sure, yeah, that was real special. It was. It was it was really fun fun times. We've all kind of grown a little bit apart because uh, the distances between where we live, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. people have moved away and not, they're not living around Things us. have grown bigger and, you know, yeah, uh, things get, sure. get, get <coughs> busy, busy. People get mm-hmm. busy too. Yeah. 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 yeah like people fun. get busy. Yes, they do. 
And like Pop had said, those are fond memories. They you know? are wonderful memories. They, they, they make some of the best memories, yeah. especially when your kids, I'm sure, are involved and, you know, their kids are involved. And I'm sure there's some drama and heartache <laughs> that goes along the way, too. You know, <laughs> someone someone uh, acts silly at one of those events, but you never forget those things. Yeah. You yeah. look back and laugh at them, you know, so. Well, yeah, I know well. the guys really had a lot of fun. One of one of the trips to San Antonio, <laughs> we had we had probably twenty guys and wives. Oh wow, man! To go to uh, San we Antonio, tried several of them. Yeah, play, that's a lot of people. Yeah, play were, were the kids there too? No, no kids. Yeah. Well, I don't went on a few yeah, of those trips. That's true. And, uh, Rich went on a few of those trips. Yeah, because if you're saying 20, 20 guys, twenty, and then the wives, that's forty people plus. Mm -hmm. Kids, that's like a whole platoon. We had that's a, a whole company we had our of soldiers. Party. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of people. We 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 had such a good time. Oh yeah, those are fond memories of all the years, and we still have friends that we still connect with. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Pam and Phil, uh, Pam just had a liver transplant. Mm -hmm. Yes, and uh, they live in uh, in uh, Conroe area. What is the name of that town? Montgomery. Montgomery. They yeah. live in Montgomery, Texas. Mm -hmm. Way down. There. And she's she's gone uh, had uh, caught the uh, what was it the I don't know what you're saying. Well, she it's a liver problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. usually you get it from a blood transfusion mm -hmm. or something like or, that. Uh, uh, Sexual, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. that was ruled out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but because uh, she was married to Phil for well, almost as long as we've been married. Which we've been married how long? Sixty years. That's right. Wow. There. He was the one that called me. The other day, mm -hmm. uh, yes, day before yesterday, mm -hmm. <clears throat> at your mom's house. Oh, that's who you were laughing in the backyard with. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. We were all we were all in there waiting for you. Yeah, and, and so they so uh, Derek was like, "I'm just gonna leave the door open, see who he's talking to." You're just out there having a blast, <laughs> laughing. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, we didn't want to bother you. <laughs> Uh, they're very special friends, <laughs> much like Harry and Beverly and yeah. Olin and Elaine. Mm -hmm. yeah. Of course, Olin, we've been through, uh, well, just, just one wife of his, mm -hmm. and she passed on, Judy passed on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Judy and I were really good friends. Olin and I went to, uh, and the wives, Olin. Judy and Joyce and I went on a Mediterranean cruise. That's who mm. we went on. The, got to see a lot of the world that, was that we would have never, wow. never even thought about or never even really had a big desire to go. Yeah. So yeah. I saw a lot of uh, the world. The world. Barcelona. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Rome. That's, that's, that's crazy. Like once you go, Sorry, I, I think the audio going in and out. I don't know if y'all y'all were y'all were still talking. 
No, you could go for it. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's crazy when you, when you do go and experience parts of the world that, you know, you really never had a desire to, you find yourself um, really impressed, you know, I, that's what I, I found myself with Japan. Um, Cause I mean, me and Grace say it all the time. We never really had a desire to go visit Japan. We probably never would have otherwise, but since we did, it kind of opened our eyes. I mean, I'll definitely go back and visit japan now it's amazing but um, it kind of opens your eyes to traveling and seeing new things it's it's crazy how much how different the world is out there and, and a lot of people that just miss it or they, they really don't care to see it well, did you so. did you uh, learn the uh language or or how did you uh communicate uh that that was that was tough um i, I you find that I mean, wherever you go in the world, you'll find somebody who speaks English. So you can make, you can make your way. I didn't learn Japanese fluently. I learned little wow. conversational things, you know, just to get around, just to get by. Yeah. I mean, after you live there for uh, three years, you have to kind of learn these little things. But, um, yeah, you, you just, I don't know. I I wanted to learn, but it, it was it was if you really had to put in the time and the in the work to do it i just didn't i didn't i didn't do that <laughs> but um yeah you you find you find your way especially in the bigger cities like tokyo people speak mm-hmm. english yeah um that's good well that's that's one thing i learned there is that uh, yeah um pop you might know that. i mean y'all y'all might know this but yeah english is like the business language of the world i don't know if y'all knew that but um, pretty much anywhere you go, you'll find someone that speaks mm-hmm. English if you're if you're dealing with business or anything, especially mm-hmm. in touristy spots. Yeah, they're gonna speak English. Yeah, like um, even I, even when uh, I was in Korea, Kobe, I'm sure it's the same in Japan. Like uh, when you, you have to take the train, the subway everywhere, and it'll say it'll have the Korean uh, symbols for a station but right underneath it like in parentheses or something it'll have it and like spelled out in english yeah so you can that will if you don't know yeah that char- was something that characters was interesting to me yeah, it's like anywhere you went even just driving in rural japan you'll see signs that are written in english mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not it's not really english but it's like it's it's english it's lettering. Eng- yeah english alphabet so yeah english alphabet that yeah there you go that's, the that's right yeah that's pretty neat yeah so, um, I know Kobe. I know you have a few questions. Um, do you want to? Do you want to ask anything? Yeah. So I was um, I was interested more um, in hearing about your y'all's early years. Y'all, your, your time as kids, where y'all both grew up, um, and just how that was different. I mean, I was thinking about it earlier when uh, Pop went up to go to get Tyler a cup of coffee. Just how far we've come with technology since y'all were children um wow i was thinking like i don't know how 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 was it with how was it like i don't know when you were kids i mean making a cup of coffee what did your parents have to do to make a cup of coffee you know you didn't have coffee makers they had a percolator percolator okay yeah Uh, okay that they they yeah you set it on uh, a fire Mm mm-hmm a, a gas well, stove or mother and dad had okay. an electric one oh, they had, they had an electric percolator that uh daddy made his coffee every morning and you know and yeah 
we weren't allowed to touch it because it was hot. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> and so, you know, but he that he had to have that. I remember that percolator. That was a big old, big old thing. Yeah, I think it literally took 30 seconds just now yep. to make a cup of coffee. <laughs> you know, so I, for, for you guys, that was heating up water and, you that, know, yeah, you, know yeah. you have to, you had to have the coffee grounds and, True. you know, I make yeah, coffee. To, yeah, it have to boil and, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, sit there for different. a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's 20 minutes to brew a uh, pot of coffee. That's crazy. See, well, I, I mean, it's not too crazy. I think a lot of people can. Because I've made made coffee that way in the army many many times. Is we, we nothing technology hasn't changed too much for us. On that so <laughs> well, we, but did, it's, we but didn't have the luxury our, of the house. Our, our first TV was in about nineteen fifty. Mm. Wow. That was one of my questions. Yeah, I was going to ask when y'all had your when you got your first TV when you owned your first TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you said when, when was that night? 1949 or 50, we had, we, dad bought us a okay. Philco. Was it a little bitty screen about yeah, this big? Yeah, it was. <laughs> and we both had to get real close to see. <laughs> uh, and what, one we had was. Was it bigger I than that? 12 inch. Oh, was it? I was thinking it was wow. tiny. That's still small, 12 inch. Well, yeah, they had ball ones like that. Yeah, but ours was, you know, we were up there and we had a. Oh, we 12 did. Inch. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Those TVs were fascinating because they were kind of like uh, furniture pieces. You know, they, they weren't they typically like they were wooden. The like some of the first TVs, they're they like a wooden piece and then you, you had the tiny screen in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, right, they, yeah, they were, they were like they were furniture. Piece of furniture. And yeah. a lot of them weren't color at all. They oh, were just they black and white. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we saw for a long, long time. Her grandmother had had a uh, color TV. Color so TV. this is going by up into the uh, what, 50, late 50s? Yeah, because I wasn't that old. <laughs> no, you weren't. But no. we were dating. Yeah. That's what I was And their screen about. was little. It was not a big screen. The wasn't color? Like, like, yeah, I don't think it was very big. Wasn't what we see now. For sure. No, yeah. we, don't, we didn't have any 70-inch. Mm. <laughs> I know, right? But those are so the crazy. days. <laughs> we all would pile together y'all had, y'all have exper- and watch it. Sorry? What'd yeah. Oh, I, was, oh, just I was saying, y'all have experienced some pretty... Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, my no, you're good. You're good, Kobe. Go, go, go for ahead. it. There's a little delay, but that's fine. Just go ahead. You can go ahead and say what you're going to say. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was just say y'all have experienced some pretty special things. You know, the transition of technology over time that, you know, my kids and Tyler's kids, they're going to grow up in this really some simplistic world where pretty much anything they need to get done, they can get done, you know, with the snap of the fingers. You know, they it's it's a it's crazy if you think about it, if you sit and you think about the things that, that they uh, just how easy things will come, I guess. Yeah. And uh, they won't really be able to consider how things were too much unless they're they're really um, told it, you know. Yeah. Even even for me, Tyler, you know, you know, we I know maybe for Tyler it was a little bit more, you know, but I, I didn't grow up too much. It wasn't until about high school that we really had Internet at school, which that's that's a big thing. I mean, it's really common now, but, you know, and it's, it's crazy because so it just like, it just comes so far. 
I was going to say to, to caveat on what you're saying is it's, it's so like, I mean, you said uh, maybe it's different for me. Like I'm a lot older than you or something just to remind <laughs> no. you, I'm only four years older than you. <laughs> Not much has changed between me and you, but, <laughs> but to caveat on what you're saying, um, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like I was telling pop, like, like a soldier back in world war two, he would have been before he went to war, he would have been working on a farm laying railroad by hand. You know, we have machines that lay railroads now, you know, we, they were chopping down trees. We have chainsaws now, you know, working on a farm, they have big tractors and machines that plow, uh, the, the crops. I mean, and then for, for just people living in a city, you know, you had to like, I mean, I, I can get on my phone and I can order food to my house oh, from yeah. all, yeah. all restaurants now it's uber eats or i can get a an uber i can get a car at my doorstep and go to wherever i need to go to i mean yeah. life is so easy, easy. it's, it's amazing it, yeah <laughs> it is it's absolutely amazing and fascinating but i think also it's like we've lost a little bit of what it means that because life is hard regardless if you what how how much easier and awesome it gets life is not an easy easy thing by any means yeah. and we're losing a little bit of that hardship in life that you yeah, that, that, that uh, creates a lot of, uh, I don't know, you, our, our values, mm -hmm. you value things more when they're, there's a, yeah, absolutely. Yes. So this, this one time I was with Ian, uh, Camilla's dad, and we went to go, we had some uh, tree to chop down. And for whatever reason, I don't know why he said, we're going to buy an ax because it's honest and i said okay so and he explained to me he said yeah it's different it's so easy you know you can chop you can cut down a, a tree with a chainsaw very quickly but when you have to put in that work and you can feel the calluses on your hands and you put in hard work it's there's a more value to it because you you've really exerted yourself maybe that was kind of silly example i think he was trying to teach me something but it, <laughs> it's it's it, you, you put in a lot of work into it yeah. and you, you understand the value of, of hard work and what that means to chop down that tree. Yeah. That way you want to preserve the forest. You don't want to chop down. Yeah. The trees. Yeah. And you can become a little bit uh, uh, liberal with it and just yeah. go crazy because it's so, <laughs> so easy, you know, but well, the chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? What was it like growing up as kids? Because y'all's y'all's experience is drastically different from my mom's and from me and Kobe's, and will be even more different than our me and Kobe's kids. Well, we had uh, I had a sister and two brothers, mm -hmm. and it was we didn't have any material things. Uh, rough, you know, it wasn't a tough life. We had everything we needed, mm -hmm. but it was, uh, there was no, uh, there was no, uh, oh, flowery stuff, you know, it was, it was all, uh, necessity, I yeah. guess. What, what you got was, you had to have, you had to have. Mm -hmm. And uh, very seldom you uh, you got anything 
I don't know when I got my first bite. Mm -hmm. Don't remember that. I remember uh, my first ball glove. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the greatest thing ever. But uh, I went to a school and someday may hopefully I get to take you guys by my my first elementary school. It's, oh yeah, that'd be. It's now a uh, a county uh, maintenance uh, office facility. Mm -hmm. They have all the equipment around it, and probably all the classrooms or offices for mm. different people. So uh, that, and we walked to school. Mm -hmm. That was probably half mile, maybe, to, mm -hmm. to school. Wow. And <clears throat> then, then got my bike, so I ride, yeah. ride my bike. That was and, like a big upgrade, I bet. Oh, yeah. Everybody had a bike. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, uh, you didn't worry about people stealing your bike. Yeah. You know, you could leave it right outside the school. Mm -hmm. uh, now then, you have to lock them up, and mm -hmm. and one of the big things that uh, changes from our era to the modern era, mm -hmm. we went to we met in the Poly High School, mm -hmm. and we went back for a reunion, and you go in through the front door or front entry. And they got metal detectors there. Yeah. And, and that is yeah. it, it just something kind of kind of breaks your heart, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That that uh, there was a, so much camaraderie there in that school. Mm -hmm. And you knew you knew most everybody in there. Mm -hmm. Now I doubt uh, I doubt if there's that that kind of uh, camaraderie there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I wonder. I wonder if that also has to do with like maybe increase in population. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. When, when there's like like two, three hundred more students, you know, there's not that closeness. Right. That's you can true. you don't have it like in a smaller. Yeah. Like, I can't remember. Someone taught me this. Uh, maybe it was my dad or I don't know. Maybe Kobe, you might know, but someone told me there's a difference between being in a class with like five, ten people to a class with thirty students yeah. you know there's more oh, yeah. time to sit down with the teacher to the student and you know the cl classmates are closer yeah. and competitiveness is totally different instead of having to compete with maybe like 10 15 you're competing with 30 right well yeah. even bigger than that because you're you're the class so some classes kobe correct me if i'm wrong some i know at Foster ridge i don't i want to say there's probably about at least over Hundred to two hundred students in my graduating class. Oh, I had seven hundred so kids kind of, in my. Are you serious? Oh, really? Did you really? Yeah, so I was probably way off. <laughs> I was probably yeah. way off. So yeah, that, I had, that's that's a different dynamic. There's no way you can know seven hundred other no. students. No, no, no. I mean, you kind of you you kind of know who people you you know who most people are. You know you know their face and you know you might you. I mean, I I was really good with faces and names. And I was just really social anyway, so I knew a lot of people. 
But I mean, yeah, you can't really know somebody, you know, be really good friends with 700 people. No, yeah. <laughs> not, not easy. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, our elementary school. crazy trying. Yeah, try to remember all everybody. Our, our uh, elementary classes, I would think uh, 20, 20 kids in there, maybe, mm-hmm. would be a big, uh, big class. Mm-hmm. I, think I, could, I, I think I had more in my classes oh, that where I lived. Because I didn't well, live yeah. the same place that you did. Right. Yeah, we kind of lived. I, I kind of grew up in, in what would be a rural. When in fact, our mail came rural route 12. Mm-hmm. So wow. you know, it was uh, kind of different. We had a garden. Dad had a garden. Mm-hmm. Mother and dad. And uh, we grew uh corn and wow okra mm-hmm. tomatoes potatoes potatoes I remember the potatoes digging <laughs> yeah. so uh with okra was uh, a big deal with dad would take the okra excess mm-hmm. for from our family and take them to a store mm-hmm. in the edge of Polly there and he'd sell it Hula hands. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, sell, sell pretty the, neat. Yeah. Uh, you know, in today's world, you couldn't do that. Yeah. There's not the yeah. harder and trading and stuff uh, like that. Well, and, and all the health uh, rules and yeah, regulations. FDA. Yeah. 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 That's, 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 and I then you got, you got like big corporate it too. Yeah. 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 Big corporations that they're going to, they're going to sell the before yeah. you can make you know. a dime on anything you would grow in your yeah. backyard but there it seems like there's maybe more of a sense of community too yeah so like if you're growing okra maybe or potatoes you could give the potatoes to the neighbor and he'd give you some milk from right or his Probably. eggs from his chicken yeah 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 we always had chickens and and a lot of my, most of my childhood we had a cow mm-hmm. and uh so we had our own milk and mm. eggs, and, and we'd uh, capture a rooster every now and then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you don't a, say. Chicken dinner. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> chicken dinner on Sunday. <laughs> that was sort of different than what, the way I lived, but uh, I, mean, I, I didn't live in a rural area. I, mean, I lived, um, I don't know how to explain it, was just a... Just a just a little area that uh, urban area urban area that and we knew all our neighbors and everything but um, mm-hmm. we didn't have uh, gardens and things maybe a flower garden yeah. my grandmother was big in flowers and <laughs> she had a beautiful yard all the time mm-hmm. and I I loved going over there and just walking around with her because she liked to show off what she had yeah because you know, she had worked hard. Her and my grandfather had worked hard for uh, to get their yard looking good. Yeah, and um, so I enjoyed doing that. Of course, I grew up uh, <clears throat> over in the Polly area, and uh, I remember walking to Ashburn's with my great grandmother, mm-hmm. which was my grandmother's my mother my grandmother's mother. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't ever get to to remember those. That, those times because it seems like you know nowadays well you a lot of people just don't make it 
whether they can do that kind of thing, you know, with mm -hmm. their kids. But I remember those those years. Yeah. And I walked out. I, I've been down that street over there on Rosedale, and so many memories. Yeah. <laughs> like Rose, Rosedale right? into Fort Worth, right? Yes. Yes. That's that's that area kind of went downhill for it a did. while, and now it's kind of coming coming back, back up. up. Maybe I hope so. It looks it, there's a ton of bars and restaurants up and down because it's more of the hospital district oh. over there. By yeah. is that Cooks over there? Yeah. Really? Well, that's that's more a uh, lot closer to downtown than okay. where we were okay okay and uh i know i know where polytech is isn't it off rosedale or yeah, yeah. yeah. rosedale yeah. yeah rosedale and connor and we started a school uh of course i went to meadowbrook mm -hmm. i went I, I lived in meadowbrook so mm -hmm. i went to meadowbrook uh, elementary and junior high and so from there we had to go to poly that was mm -hmm. the only place that had a high school, I think, yeah. at the time. And so... Um, on our side of town. Yeah, on our side of town, yeah. I guess I don't guess it was our side of town. Anyway, um, I uh, learned how to drive, and my dad uh, let me drive to school finally, and I had a little, a little, um, uh, what do you call it, where, where you trade, trade weeks with a different ones driving you know there are cars mm -hmm. and uh i don't know what car the car um where everybody if they have a car then they can pick pick up the group okay oh carpool pool. Pool. that's what okay. i couldn't think of what so that you was would, you would alternate with people right. someone would carpool on monday and yes. you'd carpool tuesday or you know maybe okay. once a week yeah and uh we would <clears throat> and so i would drive you know one one week and then my friends would we but we all had a ride. We yeah. didn't have to ride a bicycle or yeah. anything to school because it was too far. And um because when we went to Polly it was really mm -hmm. but that's where we met. We we met in the tenth grade and and married um after we graduated out of high wow. school. So we've been married a long time. Well <laughs> but uh those were great years and never forget those kind of things because they are special. Do you, you when you were a little girl, do you remember granddaddy coming coming home from my grandfather? My gra my granddaddy. Uh, you, you mean my dad. dad? Yeah, your dad. My dad. Oh yes, I remember. He he. Uh, my Go. mother used to. I was the oldest, and mm -hmm. my mother used to, when the phone would ring, she would say, "Pick up the phone and say hello, Jack." <laughs> that was my dad's name. Yeah. This is and, this when he was was this when he was in uh, World War Two? Yes. Yes. Okay. And I was just I was little. I was little, but I could talk a little bit, you know, and so she'd say, pick up the phone and say, hello, Jack. And then she'd hand the phone to me if I wouldn't bother because yeah. it was ringing and it was kind of, you know, scary. <laughs> how, how old did you have to be? Uh, I had five? to be four or five. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and so he would call every now and then and talk to mother. And mm -hmm. uh, and when he would call, well, he always wanted to say something to me and I never would say anything. She said <laughs> she said she couldn't get anything out of me. Oh, and so, well, that's a that's a big change. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little bit different now. Oh, <laughs> but those were uh, special memories that I mm -hmm. that I can uh, mm -hmm. think of back whenever I was growing up. And of course, my dad wasn't in the service all all that long, but he was there, and mm -hmm. it was really different when he came home because we were all 
you know, we we just had heard his voice. We yeah, really, you don't really like because that that young, you didn't really know that. Oh, that's dad. No, well, we and, saw pictures. Yeah, my grandmother made sure we yeah. all saw his pictures. Yeah, and she had lots of pictures of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, it was just you as a kid. Yeah, it was just me as as yeah until my dad came home, and then my mother had my brother. <laughs> Got <Yeah>. my brother. <laughs> yeah. So I had a brother and two sisters. Well, TJ had. Uh, two sisters and I mean two two brothers and a sister. Yeah. So we had just yeah. the opposite. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty special, you know, uh, when we met because we were um, still you know pretty young, but we had a lot of things that mm-hmm. that we grew we didn't grow up by ourselves. You mm-hmm. know, we didn't. Have, yeah, it's good like, having siblings I'll, for I'll, sure. Yes. I can attest to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Am I right, Kobe? Right. <laughs> that's that's another yeah. good thing about uh, y'all, you two guys especially. Mm-hmm. You've had children while you're young yeah they'll grow up and they'll get the well we've got to meet walter and gracie and clark and those are special yeah yeah everything's special yeah so not very many people met meet their great yeah great grandchildren yes and that's that's kind of what i like about this too because I was talking to Kobe about this the other day. Like we've, we've flipped through picture books. I mean, look at all these pictures in here, right? (laughs) But we, we know all these people and we know there's all this personality and all this stuff we, and stories we have about them. And then we get to do something like this and I can hear who Mimi is. I can hear the inflection in her voice, the emotion (laughs) in her voice, get a feel for how she was as a person. And it's, it just gives another layer to just not just seeing the picture. Yeah. And that's another thing, Camille, she, she keeps telling me, we need to take more home videos. You know, <laughs> that's another thing I, I, I really wish we had more of is, is videos. Yeah, Even though we have them in the palm of our hands, we have, we have very little uh, actual videos. Well, we, we have, uh, you know, accumulated videos. Hi. Oh, oh, hey, Walter. Hey. Hey, Walter. Hello, Walter. How you doing, Bob? You come to say hello? You need to go jump? <laughs> How are you doing, Rolling. sweetheart? Do you know, do you know who um, I am? Hey, um, I got new sneakers for Christmas. Oh, oh God. Wow. yay! <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> oh, wow. and they're red. Wow. Oh, that are so wow. nice. I bet you can really off. Nice hey, yeah, he, he's he he loves the color red. That's so neat. Hey, Kobe, you're gonna you're, you're gonna have to take the the real uh the wheel for a second. I got to use the restroom. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right, I'll be right back. Um, so uh, uh, Mimi, you said you started driving when you're in the tenth grade. Uh, yes, I think so. Uh, actually, my dad and mother uh mother was very nervous about me driving, so it was yeah. my dad had the nerve to let me you know, start, uh, trying to drive. And, okay. <clears throat> but, uh, as soon as I really, you know, got the hang of it, I, I, I thought I liked it and I wanted to drive. You were home. driving a stick shift, I, I assume, oh, right? Of course, stick shift? of course, stick shift. But yeah. it, it, luckily it was uh, a Ford <laughs> and it had, had it on yeah. the column, you know, it wasn't on the floor <laughs> because my grandmother, oh, yeah. had, my grandmother had them in the floor, you know, and I, that was kind of scary. Yeah. 
that wasn't my that's uh, crazy i've never uh i've never officially learned how to drive a stick shift i've never had to really um i was going i was going through here i had someone who was kind of teaching me because they're really prominent here that's probably i don't know the exact ratio but it seems like about well it seems like stick shifts are more common here than are than uh, really? automatics well uh, that's pretty neat yeah uh, you i mean it's not neat yeah. it's just something so different gonna, than it is here <clears throat> it's different yeah 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 so yeah. i was gonna learn because i i figured it's something I wanted to do, but I just, you know, I never had anybody teach me. So, and, and they just kind of went away, you know, they're not very common in America. Right. So. Pop, Pop had a, Pop had a stick shift. And uh, when he was working, yeah. and when we were going together, well, I would drive his car. <laughs> and so I learned really, really good, you know, cause it was a Ford. It was something our, yeah. my dad and mother had. So um, I learned how to drive a stick shift really you know, early yeah. on, and um, yeah. I, I, I think that it was a good thing because you need to know. Nowadays, you don't even yeah. see them, but it was it was a good thing to learn because they're kind of difficult since you have to uh, push in on the uh, mm-hmm. what is it clutch. the clutch. clutch? Yeah, the clutch, and you're not used to yeah <laughs> just, yeah just, you know the brake. Yeah, but uh, you got two things I to worry about. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, it's, about it's learning how to drive. I I had a experience when I was in Korea, so I learned stick how to drive stick shift like one time, and I got it kind of moving around. Yeah. I got into third, fourth gear maybe, and then that was about the end of it. Went down the highway and then came back. And oh, oh, oh. are you okay? <laughs> I saw it coming this way, but oh, I wasn't okay. sure. Let's take a break. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just this, this, I don't know thing. what happened. You're, I didn't hurt you. You didn't get no, hurt, I didn't, did you? No, I didn't know. Okay, I'm okay. I'm sorry, Kobe. Like, and everybody <laughs> that will listen to this, I'm not a professional here. I'm just making it up as I go. You're doing just, okay. Well, we obviously know you're not a professional now. <laughs> we had the, we had the you boom. want me to get out of the way somehow? Yeah, yeah. Just okay. for a second. I'm sorry, folks. I had the, yeah, I had the boom arm. <clears throat> I'm glad I caught it. <laughs> I had the boom arm just fall on my grandmother, and I'll probably never live that down. Oh, <laughs> no problem. No problem. It didn't hurt a bit. I hope not. Not a bit. I don't know. I caught it. I saw. I was watching it earlier too because I was getting suspicious of it. I was looking at it like, don't you move? Don't you dare move? Did I do something? No, no, you didn't do anything. It's just, it's this. This table is not um, is the best thing I could get for cheap. Yeah. Uh, the other table I had, it wouldn't hold it up at all. Oh, yeah. So this is just what we have to work with. I see. Well, I think it's okay. I think I'll this. I think. Aware that uh, it's my fault. <laughs> I think this time we're good. I think it's flexible and it's because it's plastic. So once it starts squeezing it, yeah. it tries to warp to <clears throat> to the but, uh, some like cardboard or something. All, yeah, all three of them on the same side. Because well, it's it should be wood. Yeah, I think I think this should get us. Hold on, I'm I don't want to risk it. Go. There's, there's some fattered lips. I don't know. What, did I do something? No, 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 no. You didn't do it. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. It was this. 
probably made in China. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know what this was a cost. And uh, oh yeah, that's something to 40s, think about. Yeah, in the forties, this a, a, a call to the UK if they were even available. I don't even know if, uh, when the uh, you know international calling started. Yeah, we we're talking about. Um, in the same kind of light, we're talking about like a cryptocurrency the other day. Oh yeah. Like I mean, right now, sending money overseas, you have to pay the pay uh, that costs money to still do that. If you're sending money overseas, and that, that's like the new thing, getting rid of that. So first it starts with phone calls. Now it's going to be money next. Yeah. It's not going to cost them. You're good. Am I okay? Yep, you're good to go. Okay, good to go. Until it wants to act funny again. Okay. My you ready? Again. Oh, your hair. <laughs> your hair looks great. Don't let My it, hair don't is let a mess this otherwise. morning. Dog. <laughs> there we go. There you are, Kobe. All righty. <laughs> Am I sitting all right? So you you were talking about um, tell you're talking about uh, we're talking about stick shift. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh yeah. So yes. I was in Korea and I got a, a stick shift. Uh, I did. So I was the only person licensed for however it worked itself out. Somehow it was on my license that I could drive stick. So I get to this camp in Korea and I needed an, an ice truck to keep food cold and frozen. And I get over to, uh, to the, the, it's like a, what's it called? It's like a, a yard with a whole bunch of vehicles that you go in, give them their license. And motor they, pool. Yeah, like a motor pool. And uh, they issue out a car. And I get in the big truck, and I'm looking, I'm like, one, two, three. <laughs> three. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I was like, this is a stick shift. And the Korean guy's yelling at me. He's like, it's fine, it's fine. Go, 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 go. And I was like, I haven't driven one of these in probably 10-something years. Like, this is, this is, I don't know if this is going to work. He said, no, you find <laughs> He's like, you're fine, you're fine. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm trying to remember. I'm looking on my phone, like, how do you drive stick shift? You know? <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. I was like, I know I have the concept. Let's just try to work this out. So I um, I, I get it in first and just take off. And I'm like, so we, I end up doing good. I get all the way to where we're going. But where we were at, there was a hill that went like straight up. And yeah. you only had this yeah. little gap to get it from, from park or neutral, neutral, first, second. If you didn't hit second by the time you got to the hill, you would get up at a little bit in first and then come back down. Oh, But here's okay. here's the funny part of it, right? So I end up figuring all that out. So I get a little cocky because I figure that out, right? So in the midst <laughs> of figuring that out, there is stop, this stop sign kind of on a, a little bit of a smaller hill. It's a small hill. And you know how it is with traffic. You have to neutral and back in the first and back in the neutral and you're just doing all these crazy foot movements hitting the clutch you know and i get up to the stop sign and it goes and then the whole shift was loose i was like did i just blow the clutch like what just happened so i'm freaking out and i'm i'm in route i'm feeding like 500 people 
at the time, right? So I, I can't be fooling around. Like I need to go pick up this food because there's 500 hungry soldiers, you know? So I'm panicking a little bit. And um, I tell the soldiers with me, I was like, hey man, look, this isn't going to be good. You need to go back, help the guys out back at the camp that we're at and just start cooking today's meal. And I'm going to try to figure out a plan to pick up the rest of this food for tomorrow. So he leaves and then I'm calling a tow company on base to come come tow it and they send a mechanic out and he just comes this korean guy jumps in there and he fixes it and i was like i don't i, I shouldn't be driving this thing i was like I, I don't really know what i'm doing and he's like no 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 you're fine you're fine take it you're good just be careful you clutch too hard and he just let me drive oh off. my gosh <laughs> he let me drive off with it and this was like day two of me like relearning how to drive stick but it was pretty funny i was i was very shocked that they just gave it back to me like that like no big deal but he some did something he took everything apart and he put it all back together and then fixed it and i drove off and we drove i drove it for about 30 days after that and um it's something different it'd have to be very different driving a stick to you know looking at we're looking at that mustang uh mach e electric car where it drives for like they have self-driving cars and they they're all no fuel it's all electricity and it gets from zero to 40 and like that you know it's just it's unfathomable (laughs) to going from like driving stick where you feel like you you're part of the machine a little bit (laughs) to to pushing a button and it takes you to medium pop's house all by yourself you know you don't have to lift a finger it's it's weird it is it's a big transition really weird well I know that Master Chef was on the column, so that was easy, really. Mm-hmm. If it had been in the floor, because that was our, wasn't that the, one of your cars that we Oh, the Chevelle. Yeah, well, even before that, the, the Ford that you had. Um, oh, yeah, well, that was. Uh, <laughs> it was one of the kinds that went up and down, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Several. That was a, a rigged. Oh, a rigged one. Oh, okay, well. Anyway, I but know I exactly what you're couldn't saying. Couldn't have it. Uh, couldn't afford to have it fixed, so I had to improvise. How <laughs> <laughs> did it? On a standard shift transmission, mm-hmm. you have two uh, arms that come out of the transmission, mm-hmm. and to put one in gear, the other one has to be in neutral. <laughs> so. I had to devise a plan where I'd, when I was going, yeah, I'd have to pull one in neutral, put the other one in gear. Oh man, <laughs> while driving a car, this is that's crazy. Yeah, I don't see how you uh, can keep. Well, that was a Chevrolet. Yeah, it's a Chevrolet. <laughs> I wanted to show you this. We because you, you've made jokes with Derek and. Dale over the years about Chevrolets and Fords. Uh, it's all this. Mm-hmm. Oh, about the two garbage cans. Did you see the garbage can one? Yeah. Where was this? <laughs> there's one. There was. Oh, here it is. There's there's a garbage can. No, no, that's a different one where the garbage cans are going down the street. Right. Oh my goodness. Your hood is open. Oh. <laughs> You see what the Chevrolet is? Uh, Blue Chevrolet. Yeah. It's a. Yeah. So for anybody listening, there's a picture of um, of three cars parked in the in the and 
there well two cars parked and there's a blue dumpster with the dumpster lid open and it says whoever 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 owns the blue chevrolet you left your hood open <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> so yeah anyways so, toby what yeah. kind of a car do you have over there or do you have a car yeah, we uh we have two cars now. We just got a, a second one about a month ago. Um, this car that I'm in right now, it's um it's a Lex. It's a it's a SUV. It's a um, Lexus. Oh, you're um, fancy. It's like a family car. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. it's it's common here, like like the Lexuses, and like I have a Volvo too. But that's just common here because it's it's a European car. Uh-huh. So, uh. Yeah, I have like a little car. The Volvo is like a little, um, uh, well, it's a four seater, but it's a two door. And then, yeah, this car is just a, it's a four door kind of SUV hatchback. This is our family car where we all oh, commute wow. together. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I just wondered how, um, how does Grace get back and forth to work? Does she? Yeah. When we first um, when we first got settled here, uh, yeah, we just got a second car about a month ago. So before then, oh, okay. I would I would take um, take her to work. I would drop her off at work. Then I'd go and I'd drop Walter off at his um, daycare, and then I'd go over and I would drop Gracie off at her daycare. Oh. Right now they're at different daycares. We're trying to get um, Gracie in at at the same daycare he's at, but there's not a spot for her right now so she's on a waiting list so once she gets at his daycare that'll make things easier but yeah i was i was um i was taking them i would i would drop all of them off and then we would all just carpool together i'd pick them up and we'd come back (laughs) home which that that was a lot um so it's better now now grace um takes walter to daycare and i take gracie oh you work it out that's good that's good yeah yeah so it does work a little bit a little bit better Sounds like y'all are working real good together. Yep, yep. That's well, we, we that that might come in handy if you ever want to be a bus driver. <laughs> uh, I definitely have the skill set. That's for sure. <laughs> I was surprised when you got when you said that you had a car because I figured they were still working on horses and carriages over in England. I didn't realize that. That's that's really exciting. They've come a long way. <laughs> you might might think sometimes. You know, it's actually really funny. Um. Tell them the story my, about the tell them the story about the horse carriage, Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, over by Gracie's daycare, driving over there. There's, um, I mean, it's a really rural area. There's farms all over the place. I mean, I pretty much live on a farm. Um, but there was a. Uh, we were just driving along the road, and it's kind of like it's. You have the base on one side, and then you kind of have shops and houses on the other side. Um, so it's it's not like a real farm. It's not a farm road, but we're driving along and there, here comes this carriage being pulled by a horse and someone's just sitting in there, you know, moving along. And we, we go through around horse doesn't really, it it starts acting up and just starts, you know, turned around. It stops traffic. We're we're all stopped (laughs) because this horse is kind of going crazy in a roundabout. And we're just sitting here watching it, and we're just like, we can't do anything. We're just sitting here laughing. It, it was, it was, it was crazy. You you'd never see that, but um, yeah. This lady just just trotting down the road, um, in a carriage with her horse, and the horse started acting up. 
Actually, we saw them just last week. We were we were driving um to pick up Gracie, and we saw the horse again. It looked like it's got it. It's got its acting gear. <laughs> they had trained it up a little bit because it it was not it was not acting up. It was trotting along as it should. <laughs> but yeah, you you will see some things like that here. It's a it it is different, but it, it's also just um it's it's a rural area. There's I mean there's there's farms all over the place you know if, if you could see what i'm looking at right now that's just there's one field right in front of my house that's probably 500 yards um long at least and then next to that i mean the other direction another 500 yards of farmlands and then to the back 500 plus yards wow. of farmland and you just it's it's we're, we're surrounded by farms wow it's crazy yeah they they um they uh, grow potatoes in front of our house across the street. And um, I mean, when they're, when they're doing the, uh, you know, taking them out of the ground and, and taking them to where they're going to be, you know, cleaned and taking them process. to stores or whatever. Uh, yeah. Process when they're being processed. I mean, there was, it was a few weeks ago when they were doing that, they were blocking my, uh, my driveway. I had to, end up driving 10 minutes out of the way to go all the way around these farms to come in the the other side of the street so I could get into my driveway. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. Sometimes some mornings you might get caught behind a, an onion truck or just a tractor or a potato truck and they're, they're just driving slow and you're stuck behind them. It's <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah, it's wow. crazy. Yep. Well, what's it buy, what's it like buying groceries over there? Is it the same as it is over here? Kind of. Yeah, it's fair. It's fairly sim similar. I mean, they have similar products. Um, so they have some different re regulations. I know um, sugar. They have they're tighter on sugar here. So uh, oh. I don't. I think like it's a Dr Pepper a in England isn't the same as a Dr. Yeah. So or, there's uh, our Kit Kat like, is a little. I, th I think the Kit Kats in England. I've the chocolate's different here in general. It's like yeah. creamier chocolate, um, yeah. so yeah, it, sure. it tastes a little different. Um, yeah, if you want to like just say like so, like, they have Dr Pepper here, but in a, a can of U.S. Dr Pepper, I would say it probably has about thirty nine grams of sugar per can. Um, mm -hmm. But here it only has eleven grams. So honestly, the the regular Dr Pepper here it, it kind of tastes like diet Dr Pepper. It's, it's very different, but for the most part, the shopping experience is the same. The products may be a little bit different, but it, the, the experience is the same. At least um, they don't, um, they don't do really, uh, most places don't do, do bagging. Everyone pretty much buys their own reusable bags here. So mm -hmm. you have to, you have to bring your bags with you, which that's kind of becoming a more common thing. You, you would probably see that a little bit more in the U.S., but that's that's pretty much everywhere we go now. If we're shopping off base, we, we have to um, bring our bags to bag our own groceries hmm. uh, with the reusable bags. Um, but we, we do a lot of our um, grocery shopping on the, the military base because they get a lot of the they get the shipment of the U.S. products still. So wow. we can still buy all of our our normal stuff on base. Yeah. But sometimes it's more convenient to go off, go to the, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's a little different, but it becomes your normal after so long, you know, it just becomes normal to you. Mm. So 
So do y'all ever eat out or do you just stay in, stay in and eat? How do, how do you, we well we do a lot of cooking now we do a lot of cooking now because of coronavirus probably more so i mean i like to cook and grace likes to cook so we'll, we, we cook anyways but because of coronavirus right now you know we haven't got to go to a lot of places yeah. we've um we have a few places we've been to but we haven't got to experience a whole lot we okay. have um we have a nice little pub it's probably about um a mile maybe a mile and a half down the road real close to us um and it's got a nice little restaurant in there and they have some pretty good food um i'd say for the for the most part we have been unimpressed with uh, like i guess traditional english uh cooking it's i think a lot of careful camilla might be listening to this no that's fine i'm not (laughs) saying anything i'm not saying anything bad about it we just haven't been impressed and a lot of people will tell you that too they'll (laughs) they'll they'll tell you all the cooking or the food in england's not very good yeah. Um, which it's not that it's not good. I think it's just, um, uh, different. it's different. It's different. You know, people just grow up eating certain things and they, they like those yeah. things. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. So we, right. we spent about three days over there, two or three days. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to have beans on in mm-hmm. every meal. Yeah. Yeah. Beans, they love their, beans, beans. they love their baked yeah. beans. Yeah. With their yeah. yeah. They love it. Yeah. yeah. A little different. So. I know we've been going for a, a good minute now. Um, I thought maybe we'd start wrapping it up. I have a, a couple of things I wanted to ask you guys, okay. and we can do this again, of course, and get and get in the weeds a little bit again. But um, <laughs> um, I guess we'll we'll start with you, Mimi. I was going to ask you y'all both, like, what is something when y'all look back growing up, and um, Kobe, maybe you can elaborate on this better. Um, but just looking back, what what do you see? What's what's been the biggest lesson you've learned growing up, living in today, and what do you see happening going forward? Or just answer that however you want. The biggest change. Biggest change. Hmm. What would you tell? What would you tell future generations about what y'all went? I think I'd love. That's probably a better way to put it. I don't know. That's yeah. That's that's a tough question. It's a tough question. tough question. That's a tough question. That's a sucker punch question. Well, I think I think it's uh, in today's world. Uh, there's there's more politics mm-hmm. involved in uh, that affects your day to day life, mm-hmm. as opposed to back uh, in the forties, fifties, or even sixties. Probably that you uh, didn't rely on the government for.
and you're not the the people growing up today are not as tough as they were back then yes and not as self-reliant yes then it's it it's too easy today mm -hmm. in today's world mm -hmm. because if you have a problem you can have some avenue to correct it mm -hmm. back in our day we had to do it ourselves yeah you know we had to make our way well it's similar to that thing i was talking about on my shifter on my car yeah uh i couldn't afford to have it fixed so yeah. i had to improvise to yeah make it make the vehicle worth uh, our function mm -hmm. and, and i know get it to work or walk yeah, yeah. get it to work or walk that's exactly and, right and kind of like how we started when i said about friends you know the there there is because you know you had to rely on trying to figure things out on your own that's what made having friends so valuable too because i'm sure they came in handy a lot of times mm -hmm. oh yeah a lot of times oh, yeah y'all yeah, probably remember jim mccullers mm -hmm. uh jim was uh, a very gifted uh person mechanically mm -hmm. he could he could fix anything mm -hmm. and uh oh, in fact there's a guy at uh my work at Riverside Golf, mm -hmm. uh, he was telling me one day, he says, one of his old bosses told him, says, Roberto, you are really good. You're, you're, you can fix anything. He says, I bet you can fix a broken heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but low. Do you think, do you think maybe, I know you said you didn't want to preach gloom and doom. I, I think things are going to probably get rougher for I, sure. I think so too. But do you, do you maybe have some optimist in there? Like, you know, like they say, like, you know, things are going to get better before they get worse or they're going to get worse before they get better. Do you think some of these things they're going to happen to us for a reason so that we can see the bigger picture maybe and to make life a, well, I think uh, one of the uh, things that, that, uh, I grew up with my religion, I guess, was not as strong as it should be, mm -hmm. or it should have been. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to have to, uh, that's one area that we need to get back to, mm -hmm. to uh, help us get through the real, real tough times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people I've talked to over the past couple of months since I started doing this, a lot of people, especially Corona, I think, has put that in, in perspective for people that not, not so much they say religious, but they've gotten more spiritual. Yeah, yeah. They've been more in touch with there's a bigger force out there and, you know, they're, they're, they're looking in to, at their own selves and how they view everything else. Right. Seeing a bigger picture. I've heard a lot of that lately. So that makes me optimistic because I think there's a lot of work, you know, when you focus, you can't help others before you can help yourself. So if you can look within and try to, you know, I'm not perfect and I'm trying to become a better person every day. And, you know, I know I can't help anybody if I can't help myself. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are sitting at home without a job right now or whatever. And they're thinking about those things or they yeah. can't go to work because of this COVID. Right. So they're at home with the kids, you know, 
24-7, now they're having to think of life in a different way. Yeah, the, the, uh, one of the advices I could give to you is uh, be, a, be a better father and mm-hmm. mate uh, than, than you think you could have been. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I know I've not been as good uh, of a father, husband, mate, uh, whatever, that I could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm proud of my accomplishments. I'm, uh, I've, got, I've had the greatest wife that, uh, I could, that I could have ever asked for. Mm-hmm. And great uh, children and grandchildren, and now great grandchildren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, well, I I can't say enough about you two. Like I said in the beginning, I know I I, I don't want to speak for Kobe, but I'm sure he would second it. Like you guys mm-hmm. have been some of the greatest influences on my life. The way I value my friendships, the value family, um, my relationship with my wife, because you all strong marriage. And I, and I know yep. it's not easy all the time, you know, right. me and Camilla aren't the same people we originally started dating as we've both grown in different ways and it's, and it's learning to grow together. And I think I've learned a lot of that from y'all Yeah. and um, I can't say enough if you, so I think I also yeah. should have maybe posed the question um, if Clark and Walter and their kids and their kids, kids, what, what do you want to say to your, your great grandkids when they listen to this one day, maybe that's something easier. It doesn't have to be anything specific. You can just say, hi, I love you. Hi, I love you. <laughs> I'm your Mimi. Uh, it's crazy to think because, yeah, we yeah. this recording, it, this recording could, I mean, it could, you could be, we could look 200 years in the future and you could, your great, great, great grandson could be listening to this. It's, it's, it's crazy to think about, but it, it really could be, it's a, a reality. I mean, that's kind of the point of this. So it's, it's going to be special. I don't mean to put you on the spot, Mimi. No okay. pressure. No, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, life goes by real, real fast. fast. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the other day I was 49, now I'm <laughs> 79. So, man. Yeah. It, uh, it, it does. It, it moves real fast. So, mm-hmm. take advantage of being young and enjoying life and enjoy your family. Yeah. That means everything everything. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great advice. Awesome. Well, well, I think that's a wrap. You guys got anything else y'all want to say? Anything on your hearts or minds that you want to say before we, we, we shut this Kobe thing off? And your family. No, I miss y'all too. Yeah, and I'm just I, I kind of I guess reiterate kind of what Tyler said. Um and I do I did I do agree with him about the example y'all have had on on our Thank lives. You. It's been really good. And I might, I was kind of telling Tyler this, but yeah, we, I might not be able to define exactly the things that y'all have taught me over my life, but I know by the time that, you know, Walter's, you know, a teenager and he can understand things and Gracie's comes of age, you know, I will definitely share y'all's, y'all's impact on my life with them and what that has meant to me, you know, Aww. to become a better person, you know? That's so, very nice. Very, yeah. very sweet. We appreciate well, that. Well, we're, we're happy to. We're happy have, to, yes. That y'all look at it that way, and we uh, try to be good gr- grandparents and, and uh, 
Love y'all to the end of the earth. It's, sure it's just, y'all are special. Well, y'all, y'all have certainly done. We've had a lot of good times together. And we'll have more. Oh, look forward looking to forward it. to that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Well, um, Kobe, thanks for coming on, yes. and thank you guys. And I, I, I sure can't enjoy to, this. This, this has been very special. Yeah, yeah looking, was... looking forward to April. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When that yeah, if, yeah. If, when I come in town, maybe we can do this again in person. Oh, oh that would be the best. That. That'd be great. That. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Let's try to let's try to set that up. I'm I'm open for that. Me too. Awesome. Well, lo- all right. Love you, Kobe. Right. I'll, I'll, call you, I'll call you. I'll call you here Kobe. in a little bit. Bye bye. Bye, Kobe. Bye, Kobe. All right. Love y'all. Love. love yeah. Tell have a good rest of the day. Tell the family Thank we love them. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. 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 That is it. That's a wrap, folks. Um, thanks for tuning in. As always, um, I couldn't do all this without your. Um, enduring love and support 12 episodes deep we're in 2021 now I got some surprises and tricks up my sleeve some really awesome awesome shows coming up um, yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to this year and uh, let's go ahead and get it um, first things first Sean um, he was in episode 11 um, great great buddy of mine um, he has um, been a huge supporter and help to the show. Um, a lot of the stuff you see, like all the album artwork and stuff like that, um, he's been a big, big help. So, Sean, thank you so much for all you do. I'll leave links to him in the show notes. You can connect with him and see some of the stuff he's doing in his uh, career. And also, Kelly Brandon, my good buddy, my uh, um, friend, longtime friend, she is a um, foster parent in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and she owns and runs her own uh, non-for-profit charity um, that helps homeless and foster children in the Fort Worth area. Definitely go check that out. Grace Within Me is the name of the charity. Um, I'll leave links to that in the show notes as well. Hey, folks, that's a wrap. Let's get this shit. 2021, here we go. Big kisses. Love you guys. Bye.